BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tonight, we got them. Goldie and the Salt. Oh, welcome back to another episode of a typical disgusting display a podcast for writers by writers who hate writing. And speaking Tell of them what we, you got, Alec. We got Tell them what you got. We got it. COVID. <laughs> COVID's in the house here. We got it. And let me just tell you worse than the dad's pilot is COVID. <laughs> Terrible. Cannot recommend. Uh, I'm going to write a scathing Yelp review of COVID coming up very soon. Open on Dan Castellaneta doing a voiceover for something we don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're into dads. Is he one of the dads? Oh, no. No. No, No, sir. We got him as a favor. We got him. This is your your flu game. Oh, this is it. Here, here I go. And uh, and so I. This is my excuse to to talk about the flu game for two seconds. If we talk about the flu <laughs> game, so the documentary, The Last Dance, about Michael Jordan. Yes. They talk about the flu game in yeah. Utah, the yeah. the clinching game. Yeah. And he had the flu, and he won the game at a at a buzzer beater. And then he claimed that uh he had at two a.m. they ordered a pizza. <laughs> they were playing. They were smoking cigars. They were drinking, and they ordered a pizza. And the pizza was poisoned. (laughs) (laughs) Can anyone older than 22 eat a whole pizza at 2 a.m. without getting sick? I know. You you ate a pizza at 2 a.m. and you got sick. There's no poison in the pizza. You can't. Like, I I had eight ounces of water last night. At 8 p.m. and I was clutching my stomach till midnight. You cannot <laughs> water. Eat. When you're older than 22, you cannot eat after 8 p.m. You oh. cannot eat and in, if you eat an entire. Oh, I had a cigar and pizza at 2 a.m. I think the pizza was. Po- you can't have a pizza at 2 a.m. <laughs> I had a Zabar's bagel about yeah. 20 minutes ago. So we'll see how I do. Basketball game tomorrow. Better eat Best a whole luck. pizza at 2 a.m. Like the right. specialists recommend. That's a good point. <laughs> it's the finals. Eat a whole pizza. The nutritionist. Look, it's the uh, biggest moment of my life tomorrow. I need to stay up really late so I can eat a whole pizza to be at my best. Okay. You were poisoned by Greg Ostertag. I'm sure. First joke of the day. First joke of the day. I was sleeping over here. Yeah, no, the uh, worse than the dad's pilot should have gotten. I know. That's okay. Yeah, I guess we'll just never get it. Anyway, all right. So anyway, let's move. I'm sure, on. Let's I'm sure your pizza was poisoned. What's your excuse? Yeah. Uh, uh, so. Uh, yeah, a little bit about the COVID. So uh, last week, of course, I was uh, brazenly bragging about how I didn't get it and how yeah. Tall had it. And then, of course, this week, Levy and I got it. And it was... From very... Tall, the, the French kissing rule fell or what happened? <laughs> no, no. She was just, I guess, just breathing down right. a hallway. Can do it, too. <laughs> so uh, 
and actually, I'm sure Levy got it, and then I got it from Levy because I was, you know, we were thick as thieves while yeah. uh, while yeah. Tall was isolated. Um, but the 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 saddest thing that turned into it was totally fine was clearly Levy was affected by Tall getting COVID because you know after she got COVID, Tall got COVID. Levy was asking me questions every day about viruses and you know how to. How do you get it? Where do they come from? Like all these different, of course, I don't fucking know. I'm like, I don't know, monkeys. Um, (laughs) But so then we're, Levy and I are testing every day. And for five days, we're negative, 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 negative. And then one morning I'm testing Levy and she's positive. And so then Um, I had to tell her that she was positive. And oh my God, you know your kids where... (sighs) Sometimes they cry and it's like, fuck you, this is bullshit. And other times you just see their face crumble and the tears well up. And like she was so sad. And then but the minute after that, I was like, hey, but the good news is you get to go up in bed with mama and watch your iPad. She was like running in a second. And of course, she was asymptomatic, never had a problem, was not ever feeling sick. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this should tell you about the state of our public schools. She's back in school. Oh, like the, the nurse from the public school said, no, she can come back Thursday. And just wear a mask. You just put when on a mask. Test? Like Thursday morning? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the test was uh, Sunday. So Sunday. No, I just, a couple things. First yeah. of all, when you, you talked about giving her that news, yeah. now you know what it was like for me to prepare for my role in TED 2. <laughs> and I had to Go tell to, yeah. Amanda that Mark that Mark Wahlberg had died. Dead. Yes, oh. yeah. <laughs> from a bad set piece at Comic Con, he had died. <laughs> <laughs> so well, you you know you were, when you looked at that when you looked at that T light up on the test, you said, yeah. "I know." Uh, yeah, that was that was the roughest part for me. And then I have <clears> some later. news. I'm gonna give it to you straight. <laughs> it's not easy. But you need to know. And d- <laughs> you have COVID. <laughs> do you swallow the COVID or do you do you hit the COVID? That's as, as an actor. That's that's the truth. No, I didn't. You, I didn't. U- I didn't use the word COVID. I said positive because oh, we've been you, saying oh, negative. We've good. been saying negative all week. And I you know, know what I. You know what I do. Spin. Yeah. Maybe it's I really. do. Maybe I hold up the test. I give it a dramatic look. <laughs> I, I look down at the test. You see in my face something's not right. <laughs> Something's not right, and he has to tell a child in a wide shot. And, yeah, <laughs> because he fucked up the close up because he was so nervous his eye wouldn't stop twitching. <laughs> that that's what actually happened. Yep. You look. The audience knows as he turns, and I turn to allow for them to add music. Okay, because I'm sophisticated <laughs> yes. about so how film works. You, Walter Murphy. <laughs> nice. I'm so sorry. <laughs> positive. I mean, you can, a whisper of positive that's so light, he has to come back to re-record. Just that right. You have to ADR that one yeah. line. Like Bill Murray whispers vermouth on his uh, martinis. Uh, anyway, so that was rough. But then later that day, I also tested positive. So then we all got to be together in the house, which Yay. is... 
better. And, uh, it's and, a and, COVID party. It's a COVID party. That's why I go boingo. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Daniel Elfman. <laughs> so you're just uh, French kissing again. <laughs> no, just then the French kissing is out of control. Non-stop. It's Tongue City. Nope, still not one. Um, but the good news for me, well, Levy's asymptomatic. That was the most important thing. Yeah. For me, it's been decent where it's just felt like a low-grade cold, and I've just been taking uh, Susan DeFed, and that's <laughs> all been fine. <laughs> so, but Tall, sadly, like, Tall's thing was gnarlier, and wow. it, 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 she got an inner ear infection, oh, and scary. she just went to the ENT, and she's trying to get it fixed, and she's on a bunch of meds, but it sucks. Like, having any problem with your inner ear has got to just be a nightmare. Yeah. Like it's cause it's constant. There's ringing and it's disorienting. Your balance is fucked yeah. up. You can't listen to TV or whatever. Even people talking is kind of annoying to you. So, yeah. and we're, I mean, she lives with you. So the talking is always <laughs> kind of annoying. <laughs> hey, but if you know, you know, the real story, I rarely talk in this relationship. She's actually picked a winner with me because it's like, no talking. Okay, that's fine. Is it, uh, no do, problem does, with that. How much restraint does it take for you to not go? She's at the E-N-T. E-N-T. Dynamite. E-N-T. <laughs> I get dressed up in a, a schoolboy pants and run around in the living room. E N T. Well, I'm sorry to hear that because I, yeah. I I had a struggle with that about I don't know eight years ago or something for about I had a blocked ear for maybe two months. Oh, and it was maddening. Yeah, yeah. It, I can, you know what maddening. helps is if you if you put a um, you take a paper towel, you put it inside a glass, you pour uh. Just enough boiling water on the paper towel to get it wet, and you cup it against your ear. She's been trying all kinds of shit like that. We did olive oil in the ear, heating pad on the ear. Like, we've done every kind of home remedy. I'll try Did you try the exact thing I just said, No, but it sounds like I I I told you you a very specific thing. (laughs) Two months? We're hoping for less and than two months. And it was the only thing to provide me any relief. And you scoffed. <laughs> what, uh, yeah. You Pshaw. scoffed. And Pshaw. all I was trying to do was help. Oh. This is when we're in couples therapy eight years later. <laughs> remembering this moment. Well, but, but, by and the way, you how... just, in that moment, dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I hear you and I understand. No, you don't. No, you don't. You're just saying that. You're just saying that so you don't get in trouble right now. <laughs> well, this is a good ramp up for uh, our little opening segment of the show. Uh, we we oh, that wasn't about it. This. <laughs> that, we don't get that doesn't count. Whatever we, we just did. No, that's part of it, but oh, it's good. part and parcel. Okay. okay, we'll go back to therapy. Is it parcel or is it? It's oh, and it's part. It's part and parcel. Oh, good. You and can't forget the parcel. Partial parcel. I was worried it wasn't parcel. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so we were talking, uh, Goldie, about when I, you know, I was sick with. COVID. COVID and we thought maybe up top we could talk about some other things that we're sick of. <laughs> and boy, this this is this could be very dangerous. And JC, get that editing finger ready because yeah, right. we might go off the rails. We could destroy our jobs, our marriages, everything right now. But we're, well, we we're also gonna... talked about how on this call. The calls are actually a shadow podcast that's about a thousand times better than the podcast. Yes. 
but everything we say on the call, we're like, well, we can't talk about that. that I know. Well, that that was one of the topics. That and listen, I was gonna I was gonna lead with some softer stuff up to it, but let's just get into it. One of the things we're sick of is this podcast. <laughs> Trust yeah, me. we are sick. You of guys it. are sick. We of We have that? a podcast, Please. but we can't talk about what we want to talk about on the I podcast. Know. I know. There's so many things, and I'm sure JC, with you as well, there are things that go on in your professional life that would be great material to vent, to vent yes. on this show and you can't you can't you and you, can't. you you know even though you wanna you can't even though you we, gotta yeah. you gotta you can't <laughs> so we have goldie and i have like half a dozen things going on right now that we cannot talk about that are so relevant to so writers good. that are so Imagine relevant. Imagine the best podcast you've ever heard. <laughs> Triple it. So, hey, Goldie, I can say safely that we have 120 million things we'd like to be talking Easy. about right Easy. now on the podcast yes. that we cannot be talking about, and they are so relevant to writers and writers' lives, and we can't talk about them because wow. we, we don't want to offend what, the, the only solution is if pharma bro Martin Shkreli yes. offers us, say, $5 million Each. to own, like he owns that one Wu-Tang album. He can own an yeah. NFT. I don't know. He yeah. can own a file of this podcast that's the yeah. real shadow podcast where we yes. say this stuff. Oh, Someone, we got to... We, we got to up the five million. We price need tag, dark no money. We need dark dead, money. Dead. Yes, we need. Send us we your dark money, folks. Dark web. We need all the shit coins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit coins. We'll Ten million dollars worth of shit coins, <laughs> we'll and we'll tell you all the real stuff. <laughs> We're shitcoin moguls. <laughs> uh, yeah. There, so there. That's annoying. That's annoying. And and yeah, because then we have to think of a second. Yeah. Fucking podcast yeah. that isn't what we want to talk about. Right. Exactly. And we're going to talk and... about today our influences, which is a great topic. And I'm oh, happy to it's talk. it's wonderful. I'm happy to talk about it. But oh, you, me too. You think somebody out there is going to be listening and say, oh my goodness, Monty Python. I never thought of that. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. this guy liked uh, Seinfeld. Wow. wow. Maybe I should check that out. Good recommendation, typical disgusting hey. display. I want to be a writer too. And I guess if I watch Seinfeld, then I can be a writer. You're not gonna be a writer. The whole industry's dying. <laughs> they, the people on this podcast who are listening want to hear why we're. Te- this is the wrong expression, Goldie. Excuse me. Why we're yeah. tearing our hair out every day? Oh, like, I didn't. I, as I was saying it, I realized that, that it was the wrong thing to say, but me. I could that not. That brings me to my first one. Go ahead. I'm sick of being bald. I'm so fucking sick of it. <laughs> Like, I can't believe it's never going to grow back. Everyone else gets to have hair. I look around. All these fucking losers have hair. Fucking assholes. Dickheads. Shitheads. Oh. And they're walking around with their hair going like, I'm so fuck. I'm so mad at this. You have fucking hair. Just appreciate that. I have to sit there and be like, well, you're not that bald. Fuck you. You know about levels of baldness. You're you, oh, you're making bald. me feel so much better because someone with hair. That don't condescend to me. Like, you thinking my amount of hair is fine makes my life good? Like, you're you're so great that your pronouncement that I have enough hair should satisfy me and I can walk away. 
What do you know? <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> well, you're gonna, I guess you're going to tell me to fuck off in a minute because I think you look great. I do, too. The, I think you really look oh, great God. with no hair. I'm and I know that that, that pisses you off. I, I know, I know. I apologize. But I'm looking at you giving this rant, and I'm, I'm remembering you as a stand-up when I met you, when you had this, the hair that was standing straight up. And I'm thinking, great. I'm thinking, do you look better now? I don't know. First of all, I'm so but it's, sick of your stupid internet connection. You're going. Oh, <laughs> no, he's not on. No, that's you. Not for JC. Yeah, not for me and JC. That's yeah. you, my friend. All right. The <laughs> Silver Lake. I'm sick of the internet. Whatever. <laughs> I'm sick of the internet, too. That I'm was the paying, next thing. I, I have 500 megs a second. Oh, it's that's not it? enough. Okay, oh, yeah. let's not have an internet if this isn't enough. <laughs> you need the a kids don't do it anymore. <laughs> you need gig speed. Gig speed. I have to have some loser crawl under my house for the ninth time and fail to fix it. <laughs> I know that's the worst out there. It's terrible. Yeah, some guy goes uh, gets into a spider suit and then comes up and is like, I got it. And it's like you didn't, but you sure. didn't. Thanks. Go away now. Did you have fun under my house looking at your emails? And <laughs> your hot spot. Uh, yeah. Did you like it, watching you, porn under my house? You creep. <laughs> uh, come up and watch it here with me. Um, yeah. So another thing, you bring up the internet. I'm so sick of Instagram. I am so sick of fucking Instagram. It is such a time waster. It's ridiculous. And I see the same videos over and over they get picked up by the different sites that I follow and you see and you, that computer generated voice bothers uh, me so TikTok much voice, yeah. it's such like a weird future shock kind of thing that I have to hear over and over again and I don't I just don't I don't care but my ego I I'm sick of my own ego because my own ego will not allow me to detach from Twitter Why, or like, Instagram. Do you want to see your likes or what? No, are you, what are you going well, for? I, I listen. I enjoy that. No, but it's more like I know that certain people see me on Instagram and Twitter and say like, "Oh, okay, he's still funny." And I worry if if I'm off they of there. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. I get up. a lot of personal messages that say exactly that. They, oh, you're, you're still so funny. funny. You're still, you're still funny. funny. Oh, you still. But I it. worry that like, what what happens when Family Guy's over? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you want to have some uh, kind of calling card that you can say, like, oh, well, look at me here. Look at this thing. Like, it, it, it feels like it keeps no hiring you. us when Family Guy's over. <laughs> the, the die is cast on that. I, I would hire you. It's like I asking could. what happens after we die. <laughs> it's over. It's the end. Uh, it's dark. God, it's dark. <laughs> yeah. Save well, your I'm, shekels, so, my friend. We're I'm, not... No I, one's but going. You know what I need is a is a high priced old guy. Oh my god! Well, I mean, I, I'm not saving someone my who, who has no energy and yet doesn't approve of anything we're doing. Someone who doesn't get our references hates being on Instagram, but thinks he deserves respect. No one's looking for that person in four years. Yes, they are. They will be. And by the way, nope. I can't I can't save my shekels because uh, my wife is like uh, Latrell Sprewell at a strip club. Just like. <laughs> Like throwing all of our money I on love stage. <laughs> oh God, he was the worst. I love him. <laughs> Spree. Um, but so I, I'm sick of my ego. I'm sick of Instagram. I'm sick of Twitter. I'm sick of this podcast. 
I still, uh, I'm not sick of you two. I mean, to the, except to the extent that Goldie and I are low grade sick of each other all the time. <laughs> but I'm not sick yeah. of you two. You guys are great. Um, but they're just not so sick many... of the friends. Not sick of yeah, our friends. No, friends well, that's are... that's the, the ego part because we yeah. sit here and like Goldie and I and, and JC, we've all talked privately about like <laughs> this fucking podcast. But then each week. We get these lovely emails, yeah. and they say, oh, my God, you guys are so funny, and thank you, and keep doing it. And yeah. my ego's like, oh, boy, I guess yeah. we got to keep doing when it. I learned, when I learned that one of the top physicians in the world, yes. Dr. Mario, Mario Ferrari, <laughs> who, who was proven as a real person. He's real. He's a real person, by the way. I we saw on Twitter. We all saw tweets. that. When he came out and said, I have hair, that's when I knew he was real. <laughs> he... He has a beautiful mind, and he has decided <laughs> that I'm very funny. So yes. he knows. So we got to keep doing he it for it. Mario. <laughs> well, I, I mean, we need to keep him on track. He's the one who's going to solve COVID. I hope so. <laughs> Do we know what kind of he, doctor he is? He's flying in to fix Tall's ear as we speak. <laughs> All right. He's, he's going to pull up in a Testarossa and just do donuts in our driveway. <laughs> Dr. Mario Ferrari. Yes. Esta aquí. I'm speaking different languages here. I don't, I don't know what that is. He yeah, drives a so Chevy Bolt. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> we got and we got a nice email this week. We won't read it, but like there were there yeah, were definitely things nice that come emails. in all the time yeah. that are like so nice, and we love hearing from you guys. But it's killing us because <laughs> yeah. we have to keep doing this. Oh my it's, god! Well, it's like when you said, as I was walking my kid home from school, and this will lead into something I'm sick of. As I was walking yeah. my kid, so I walked my kid to school. I dropped her off. And then it's it's like we agree to meet at eight thirty, and then I get a text at eight twenty, like we're here and you can hop on at any time. It's like you think I'm not cutting my life to the fucking second? No, I can't hop on at eight twenty, dude. I'm we, gonna like... we agreed to eight fifteen. Yeah. It was in all the emails. Our te- yeah, our texts. Yeah. I don't yeah. read those. No. Yeah, all right. So now, who's if the you asshole? want to tell me something, text me. I didn't agree to eight fifteen. I would. I, I would all, never have. You were the one you who literally said, said start sure earlier this and week. end by uh, ten. Well, well, I guess well. fuck me then. Yeah. I wasn't there and I couldn't do it. It's yeah, totally well, no, fine. we were just. So, by the way, we weren't. We were, just we were just happy you were okay. <laughs> yeah. So here's 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 my one thing I'm sick of doing anything for anyone else. Yes. I'm so tired of doing yes. things for other people. And that's like, our whole lives. I had my both my kids, my wife was had unfortunately had to go to a funeral and so I had both my kids and then it's like when I enter the living room it's like when a celebrity is in public, like, the, it's like, excuse me, mister, can you, just one second, can we have your, can I get a picture with you, can I get, like, can instantly, I get a picture? everyone wants, like, nine things, for, it's like, can anyone get their own water anymore, like, can you get a, a small bowl of goldfish, like, no, everyone's helpless without me, a, a pencil, a piece of paper, like, and, and, and can you have the list of things you want, at least if I'm getting you stuff, have the list all at once. I need three things. I need a bowl of goldfish. I need a pencil and I need a piece of paper. It's like, okay, well, I can knock those out, but it's like, here's the goldfish. I'm walking away. I have paper. Why didn't you know when you needed goldfish, you needed the paper? Uh, it's just a slow burn. And so I drop my kid off at school and, and, and a thousand things have to go right for me to get my kid to school like early. Then I'm early. Uh, right. The, the two lunches are packed. Yeah. The, the dog is fed and walked. Two different breakfasts are fed because God, God forbid, 
people in my house eat the same thing at the same time. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's never happened. So I, I, I've prepared, I don't know how many meals I, I've, I've woken up early, whatever. And then as I'm, I'm, I drop my daughter off, I'm like, great. I have just enough time to finish walking my dog, walk in the door, fire up the laptop. And then as I'm like, just out of hearing distance, I hear her go, dad. And I forget that I'm right near the school. And I go, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I oh, just, they all heard that. Yeah, and they know I'm a bad guy. You're not a bad guy. <laughs> You're just Sorry, because it's like a hippie school. It's like, oh, what, what is it, darling? <laughs> no, it's like, oh. I should have done that. And I, right. But it's like, I forgot who I was for a second. And it was just yeah. the, and where the you raw were. anger of the, like, you actually oh. need one more thing from me right now. Like, this is, God. so don't ask me for anything. If you, if you see me, and I'm not doing something, it's not because I'm waiting for orders. <laughs> yeah. It's because I just want to sit there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, to, just to, and I don't know how many more you have. I know we have a lot more, but congrats I, I, to us. Like, I don't congrats know how many I want to do because it's like, whatever. No. There's diminishing returns. No. Well, also, I'm sick of not being able to say the things I'm really sick of. <laughs> like, well, I'm, I'm we, also, we danced around it. We danced I'm, around it. Sure. And then, but I'm also, yet I'm sick of my own complaining. Yeah. Of course, I'm sick of myself as much oh, as anything. Yes. Anything. Yes. This guy in the mirror. And Goldie, you said something very funny when I when uh, I was talking to you the other day about having COVID. And I said, "Oh, I just have a stuffy nose." And you said, <laughs> "Well, there must be a lot of things to stuff that nose, yeah, my friend. I can't, I can't even imagine how much raw material. <laughs> yep, there is a lot. It takes to stuff a that lot. nose. Yeah, no, my my nose blowing is like a Neil Pert drum solo. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. It's like how you know there there are two big water mains in the Manhattan, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and they yeah, were both yeah. built in the 1800s, and then they decided we need a third water main because the, the the water mains are so old they can't shut them down to fix it, and so they had to bore a third water main, and it took yeah. I don't know, famously took like 30 years. That to me was was yeah. when they decided to stuff your nose. It was like, yes. okay, look, we okay. we all know this is gonna be. We might not live to see it stopped. <laughs> I know, but we're gonna start this. Goddamn it. We need a third nostril to come in uh, through. Uh, it's like building St. John the Divine Cathedral. Comes in the through. monument to our lives will be the stuffing of this nose. The third nostril comes in through Rye Brook, comes right into the city. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of things we're yes. fucking sick of, I'm uh. so sick of Johnny Joe. From Hollywood, here we go. Yes, Janet. Oh, I love that. That had a hint of death metal in there. Yeah. Yes, awesome. Oh god. Like when you know right. the announcer is has been talked to about not having enough energy. Yeah. So like, Passive aggressively yes. have too much energy. That's right. That's like in that great show, The Comeback, the Lisa Kudrow show. They keep telling her to have more energy when she's saying something. She goes way over the top. Okay, that's an insane person, and you can't use that. <laughs> It's a great show, by the way, to come back. It uh, is. Here we go. Uh, <clears throat> COVID Johnny. Here we go. <laughs> well, maybe you heard this story. Wacky, wild stuff. A man uh, disguised as an elderly woman at the Louvre oh, smeared yeah. cake frosting <laughs> on the Mona Lisa. Yeah, and still French politicians do nothing about common sense cake laws. <laughs> 
I'm sick of this. I am so sick of this. And it shows. Sick of the silence. Sick of everything. Here we go. <laughs> well, uh, the uh, are you ready for this? The next your, pandemic. Your only reward is having to do more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I'm also sweating through this thing right now. Well, uh, the next pandemic may well be monkeypox, which spreads primarily through sexual contact. Yeah, and uh, to minimize the threat of uh, contracting the deadly disease, officials at the CDC highly recommend getting married. <laughs> <laughs> and yet that. you're good at it. Yeah. I could be you're that. best at the thing you hate. That's what a right. Oh. And here comes a joke construction that I'm sick of, but here it comes. A 23rd masseuse has filed a civil suit against Brown's quarterback Deshaun Watson. <laughs> alleging inappropriate sexual contact. Well, uh, like they say, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on you. Fool me three times, shame on you. Fool me four times, shame on you. Fool me five times, shame on you. And I'm officially sick of that joke, so we'll keep moving. You get it. It would have gone the whole route had I had any guts. (laughs) Yeah, okay, finally. (laughs) Thank fucking God. A group of concerned British parents have bonded together to protest the peach emoji because they feel it has become sexualized. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, British Parliament has vowed to deal with the problem as soon as they're done watering their eggplants. (laughs) Also sexual. Second Johnny, take this week away from me. There's one great one in there. (laughs) Thank you. I think we all realize that. Okay. Uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, was arrested for drunk driving over the weekend and is now facing a month in jail. Yeah. And when he came before the judge, he said, how about two months and we do it during Nancy's vacation? (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't want to be with her. Nope. Why would he? Uh, According to a news study... Being married is linked to a 20% lower risk of death. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been married four times, which means I'm now one wife away from immortality. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah, joke, joke and math. That's I love it. Here we go. Uh, Johnny Depp. Uh, mm. Johnny Depp has won his defamation case against Amber Heard for claiming he was abusive. Now he can just go back to being known as a druggie who only screams at women. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And gas. Gas is now $8 a gallon in Los Angeles. Wow. $8 a gallon. And it is affecting everyone. There's been a huge increase in walk-by shootings. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, I did fight. A norm. Right. I, I, I want to do a Norm. There's a new Norm special. Yeah, I, I want to it. pay tribute to Norm. Norm McDonald. Okay, here we go. Bradley Cooper is taking flack for wearing a prosthetic nose to play the famous conductor Leonard Bernstein. People, representation matters, and they should find a Jewish actor with a huge nose. <laughs> I am available. (laughs) 
Uh, and the funny thing is, Bradley Cooper has sort of a sizable nose. Right? I would say, like, it's not yeah. it's not giant, but it's like for for a, a, a leading actor, he's got a nose that's on the larger. It's just one side. of those things where you go, is is anyone like really mad though? It's weird. No. Like I know yeah. everyone feels like you should be mad. like it's in the area of like I feel like I should be mad, but is anyone actually like? Ugh. How dare he? It's like he's trying to portray the guy. The yeah. guy had a, a sizable nose, nose yeah. and they put a nose on to make him look like the guy. Yeah. I'm more angry about him obviously fishing for an Oscar nomination. Like, it's well, so clear. It's like, why the fuck is Bradley Cooper playing Leonard Bernstein? Like, fuck that. It's like, get there's so many other people who could much more credibly play him. And it's just to get – it's just Bradley Cooper's at another attempt, right. fishing attempt for an Oscar nomination, right. which he'll get and he won't win. Well, what is, predict what is the movie? It's like two hours, 40 minutes of a guy moving a stick. <laughs> <laughs> like what is going to happen? Moving like, a small stick. The bassoon is off. <laughs> Damn it, you come in a quarter note earlier. People love <laughs> Rips play. his own nose off. People. Shit! <laughs> People Leonard, love. you're going to need nasal surgery. <laughs> Not the night of the big concert. <laughs> We've got all that classical music to play. And I've got a nosh on something beforehand. <laughs> it, it, people love to play maestros because they have this idea that the, uh, you know, the sort of maestro is this temperamental genius. Yeah. I'm so tormented by, <laughs> yes. right. by my stupid genius. Rachmaninoff that the piano player could easily do without me. <laughs> yes. I, I tweeted, one of my earliest tweets was that a, a conductor is basically a guy who pushes play. It's like fraud. that's it. It's fraud. Yeah, it's it. It's just say go, and then the, everyone who can really play an instrument goes. And yeah, they and then, say, I'll, no, then I'll look no, like I'm, no, I'm no, really no. exerting myself. It's like if I went to a basketball game and brought a basketball <laughs> and like yeah. dressed up in the right. uniform and was kind of like and said play. miming running on the sideline. <laughs> And then right. it was like, defense, defense. <laughs> and then afterwards, no, you just took tell a them, huge bow for, for everyone. Yeah, you just tell them, play basketball. And suddenly yeah. you're the genius. Uh, Seiji Ozawa stands out. Yes. I loved Seiji Boston. Ozawa. Didn't you Boston? Boston Pops. Yeah, the Boston Love that Pops. guy. He, his hair would get into it. So yeah. I kind of bought it. With oh, him. well, that's good. Nice that he also, had Also, great name, Seiji Ozawa. Are yes. you kidding me? That's a name that breaks through. Um, all right. So we're going to... We're not going to read any of your fucking emails this week because, God forbid, we should be spurred on to do more of this show. But uh, thank you for sending them in and keep sending them because we love them. We do. Uh, uh, But we're going to get into our theme. (laughs) You love that? It's the COVID talking. It's the COVID talking. I've got COVID fog. He's not like that. He's he is, not he is, yeah, he is brain fog. <laughs> brain fog. I've had brain fog since uh, 1991. Thank Are you, you still doing much. the weed with the COVID? Uh, no, actually. Oh, which, probably, which probably <laughs> explains the uh, flop sweat that I'm experiencing every day. Well, it's also like, does the brain fog and no weed weirdly balance out no brain fog and weed? Degree, <laughs> Maybe. Like a straight graph. <laughs> yeah. There, it's probably the exact same effect. <laughs> I mean, I've got that Mucinex high. Ooh. I hate, oh God, when I take that stuff, I'm off the wall. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, it makes you a little crazy. And Panicky, like you w- yeah. You wake up in the middle of the night and it's like you are in no way close to tired. You know, it's like you wake up at 3.15 in the morning, you're like, oh, what, uh, I'm going to watch an hour and a half episode of some show, you know. You ever like, done an inhaler? 
No. It's like being shot in the chest. Ooh. <laughs> it's like someone just took a steak and poked it into your lung. It's like, <gasps> holy shit, I'm getting too much air from. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that much air. I want to No, it's little... it's like panic inducing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need that. Yeah. No, so tomorrow will be five days for me. So, you know, I'll start testing again and And you haven't lost whatever. your taste or smell or anything. Knock on wood, no. No. For me, literally When it's was your last like... booster? Oh, great question. I don't know. Thank I you. got it as soon as we could. <laughs> great question, Goldie. So I got it last year. Soon as... It was last year. Yeah, I think I got it in November. Okay. Maybe because I th- I'm thinking of getting reboosted, but I, I know we talked about this. We're not in the age bracket yet, right? Is anyone really going to stop me, though? <laughs> I don't know. Someone There's no read, way you're fifty, sir. I can't legally give you this. Yeah, oh yeah JC's made in the shade. You got yeah. it made, JC. Unbelievably, <laughs> if you could see a visual of this podcast and pick who was fifty, you would be wrong twice. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, so let's get into the theme this week. This week. As we teased earlier, so satisfyingly, um, we're going to talk about some of our influences. And I, I sort of was jokingly shitting on it, but it is really fun to think about. And there are several different influences that led to us becoming writers or influenced the way we write or the kind of comedy that we enjoy or aspire to. So, uh, you know, I've got a few, but Goldie, did you have anything you wanted to talk about? Yeah, I tried to keep it a little unexpected, not do the obvious ones. Good. I have obvious ones. So let's hear you. I I didn't want to, you know, like I said, Seinfeld, it's like, sure. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to. That's not. So um, one of the, the big ones, and I sort of wish I just had this person's life and career when I think about it, is Don Rickles. because it's just saying the truth so succinctly and then moving on to another one so quickly that no one has time to be angry about what you just said totally right. and i uh i got i i got to meet him and he like insulted me to my face like three times in that's great 10 seconds and then just moved on to the next guy like it (laughs) it felt like you know like being in a tornado and then being like moved a (laughs) hundred feet before you realize you were in the tornado and then it was over like it it would do you remember any of the insults that he he said to you do you remember anything well the thing was is my friend we were backstage at one of his shows because my friend knew him my friend introduced me and then I, of course, had nothing to say because I'm standing in front of someone I admire very yeah. much. And then he's just like, this guy's creeping me out. Would you bring him back here to stare? What is he, a cupid? Oh, what? Get, him back. Get, him, get him away from me. He's got bad juju. You got beads. Oh, <laughs> like, what are you, a witch? Stop staring. Like, he, he just, and then it was just That's like, then all you, can, you can't say anything at that point <laughs> when you you've been called up, up for it. And then, uh, but you know what? One of the great one of the greatest ones I ever heard him do. And and like I first became aware of him, honestly, at the Reagan inauguration when he just basically called him doddering and saying he had <laughs> yeah. Alzheimer's, which was yeah. the truth. And we yes. all knew it. Yeah. But he did. He had the guts to do it at the inauguration. And then it was just over. And it was so fast and funny and true. But um, he was so beloved. So I heard that guy, the Billy Bush, who famously now will probably be remembered as the guy Trump. Yes. said grab him by the pussy, pussy too yeah. on the bus yeah yeah and then he and then he was just like yeah man <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah man his lack yeah. of his lack of reaction sort of got him destroyed fired. him yeah um, but so i guess backstage at, he was backstage at tonight show rickles with jay leno and um 
he was waiting to go out and apparently Billy Bush came up to him and he said, you know, um, uh, Mr. Rickles, I'm a huge fan. I'm, I'm Billy Bush from Entertainment Tonight or whatever he's with. And, and, and Rickles goes, the Billy Bush? <laughs> and, and, then, and he shits on him. And then Rickles' handler goes, Don, they're ready for you. You got to go on. And so he gets up and he's walking out to the stage and he turns to the security guard right before he gets on stage and he goes, I just met the Billy Bush. <laughs> like, it, it, which is he just continued such, the bit. It's I love such it. an incredible way to shit on someone. I so love that, that. They see it and everyone knows. Well, not saying it to their face. And so he's just been an enormous influence of the way, like the create. I love that. The creativity of it. And, and the fact is, if you always have one more behind it, yes. it's hard yeah. to get in trouble for the one. Yes, oh. that's so. That's such a good point. That's such a good so point. Smart. Yeah, because you don't have to sit in the one if you no. if you're on to the next. And and this leads me into wow. my uh, first mention, which I'm sure Goldie is also one of yours, and kind of falls into the same category, which is Norm. You know, yeah. clearly we Norm McDonald. We we imitate his style for some of our jokes sometimes. And we both worked at SNL when he was the update anchor there. And, I, I mean, far and away, I think, the funniest update anchor in oh, the yeah. history there. And he's also, one, you know, on the probably on the Mount Rushmore of stand-up comics. I think he was just, you know, spectacular, obviously, rest in peace. But he had a thing, like, in terms of, and, and I wouldn't uh, deign to say that, like, oh, he's influenced me and this is what I do like him. Because I, I don't do anything like him because he was just a, a comedy savant and, and so much better at that stuff than I'll ever be. But one of the things that I saw when he was the update anchor, and everybody saw this, was he was totally fearless of whatever joke he was yeah. going to tell. And he would he would stand in the brunt of silence or hisses and boos like no one I've ever seen. Like he could, he could take any kind of reaction. Obviously you want to get a laugh up there, but when he didn't get one, he was better at that than anyone I've ever seen. He didn't so I guess flounder he, I, and try to save it. No, I, I guess he did influ influence me in a way about telling jokes that get no laughs. <laughs> like I've, I've, been, I've done that many times. So thank you, Norm, for that. But Watching him do that, and I, and listen to extrapolate like how did I ever when I when Twitter first became a thing, I felt like the kinds of tweets that I would send out were slightly more edgy, and I I would attribute that to thinking that I was trying to be like Norm, you know, yeah. to be edgy and out there in, in front of things. And by the way, over the years. That's totally changed where I've become a coward because the culture's changed because I make more money and I don't want to sacrifice. So it's like I'm a, I, I turned coward where he never did. Right. And right. Uh, so he Norm for me is is a huge influence. And obviously he was somebody who I was like 20 or something when I first started seeing him and being aware of him. So it was right when I was starting to think about like, hey, can I do this for a living? And he was one of the first guys at that juncture in my life who really inspired me to to try. But, yeah, yeah, I was I was at a Norm show in Reno. I went a uh, friend had his bachelor party out there. I don't remember what the bit was, but it wasn't going over well. And then someone screamed out. They were like I wish Dana Carvey was here. And he's like, yeah, I wish Dana was here too. <laughs> he's a great guy. And that's it. A lot nicer than you folks. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> he just rolls with it. Yeah. He's so funny. Like I, I got sort of because I, I don't know, Goldie, if you've watched his his uh, special yet, but I, I watched. I, it. No, I gotta save it for when my wife gets home. Well, we're gonna watch nice. it okay. together, and we're gonna hold hands the whole time. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> um, it's interesting. I'm sure you've heard a little bit about it. It's different, yeah. but it's also still you get your f- full norm fix. But on YouTube, and maybe you've seen this before. There are, I think it's five different, like, almost hour-plus compilations of Norm on Letterman. So it's from his very first stand-up appearance in, you know, I think it was like 90 or 91, all the way, you know, to the end of Letterman, to his last stand-up, which was so great. Oh, my God. It is so awesome to watch because you get to see, you know that Norm worships Dave, and you know that going in. So when you first see Norm and he gets to come out and do stand-up, and he's very funny, very, you know, young, thin as hell, like, doing his bits. And they're funny. And you can see and hear Dave spark to it from the very first time that he appears on the show. But he doesn't get to panel. You know, he doesn't get to sit down with Dave until, like, four or five appearances in. So it's so awesome to watch the progression of how funny Norm is, how much Dave likes him, to him sitting with Dave, to them interacting, to them getting more comfortable interacting, to finally just the full-blown great discussions that they have, and then the coda being his touching and fantastic final set on Letterman. It was just a great... It's great for me, especially now with all the cold meds and the shitting takes way longer. Like I could, <laughs> oh, no. I could sit there and watch, <laughs> oh, no. you know, forty-five minutes at a time. <laughs> oh no, cold medicine There's, is bad for shitting. I can't, it's like I'm trying to shit out these COVID-infected fried clams. <laughs> I know. It's happening. I know it's not fried working. <laughs> and, I, and I'll just, I'll just throw out there for our audience too, because they're probably very curious about this. Uh, that that COVID and and uh, masturbation do not go well together. So let's uh, <laughs> let's give that one a miss, disgusties. <laughs> I just want to pass that one by. <laughs> you, have, you have dick fog. <laughs> Uh, Dick Dick Fogg, wasn't he on uh, Hogan's Heroes? Dick Fogg, great actor. One of the underrated tragic symptoms of COVID. Uh, A phenomenon known as Dick Fogg. More than 25 million Americans are currently experiencing Dick Fogg. Epidemic. I'm going to ask Dr. Fauci about Dick Fogg. I've been hearing a lot about this Dick Fogg. Uh, yeah, so Dick Fogg is a real thing. Uh, Goldie, did you want to well, list off your next... Well, interestingly enough, that you yeah. talking about him on Letterman, um, I, I just read this book, The Last King of Late Night, and it was about Letterman. And yeah. I will say that um, Letterman, not really an influence to me because by the time I was old enough, like Letterman had three good years, 20 really bad mail-in years and then like three good years like he just stopped trying for so long it was he was still great though but uh, someone who I, I think really picked up the mantle and really influenced me was Conan oh yeah um, he's great you know and it started out when I remember so distinctly being home for, on a break from college for Thanksgiving and sitting in the basement and watching the Thanksgiving show and he did a monologue and then this stuffed turkey started heckling him from the audience. (laughs) And it wasn't heckling him, actually. It was building him up, and it was going, yeah, yeah, good joke, Conan, great one, great. And the turkey was trying to save his own life, and it led to this whole sketch. And I'd I'd never seen 
anything like that. And I, I at that point said, like, I have to be involved with this. Like, I yeah. have to work there. And I, oh, I cool. you know, basically, like, faked college credit, called the receptionist, told them I was going to call every day till they hired me and did, and then went there and I worked there. And, and I'll say, he wasn't that nice to me. Oh, no. <laughs> he rejected this podcast. Like, I, it wasn't, right. so it's not... Yeah. It's like my respect for him. It isn't even. It, it's not the story. It's like, and then I met him in person. It was everything I hoped. It was like <laughs> right, right. I just really respect his talent and really respect that. Like he let this ensemble develop around him, yeah. and they did these things that you know they did them for so well for so long that they almost. It almost seems like it wasn't invented by him in a way because yeah. they were around for so long, but. I mean, you you look yeah. back and and every night they there were no mail ins on that show. Well, and also, I mean, they they did. I, I, and I mentioned it here on the podcast before. The the Conan, I believe it was their third anniversary special, is one of the funniest hours of television you'll ever watch. Yeah. It's, and the fifth one too. It, it, maybe it's the fifth. I, I can't remember. I think it's the fifth. I think you're thinking the fifth. It, it it is just so chock full of great bits. And Conan himself is incredibly smart and funny. Um, Andy is very funny and he broke yep. the mold of the sidekick being just like a nothing. Like he, Andy was really hilarious in his own right. And they and sent him on the remotes that normally the host would have gone right. on to. And the, he was the, great at those. And the writers were hilarious. Like Jonathan Groff, who was the head yes. writer there for a while. And, uh, uh, Brian Kiley. And, yes. uh, I, I'm going to forget so many names, but there's the really Chris funny. Chris Albers, Janine DiTullio. Yes. Wow. Uh, by the way, but everyone... Except I, I don't want to blanket everyone because literally everyone else was nice to me. And he wasn't like super nice. mean to me, but I'll just say it wasn't like I, I walked away going. It wasn't the dream. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. I didn't walk away going, wow, what a what a cool dude. But why right. should I? You don't right. need to. I didn't think like what a bad guy, but I wasn't. I didn't have the experience like with Rickles where I walked away going, like I met one of my idols and my influences, and now I'm gonna like spread far and wide how how great it was. Like, <laughs> a little right. a little side note about Conan. What one of the funniest things that they picked up on, I think, a few years in, it wasn't right away was uh, Smigel's Triumph, the insult yes. comic yes. dog, yes. which was so funny when he would stand out in line with the Star Wars fans <laughs> yes. and make fun of them. And, like, it was so funny. And just recently, and I wanted to talk about this at the top of the podcast, but then COVID took over. <laughs> um, I watched, the, the, I think it was on Apple TV, the um, We Crashed, the uh, about yes. WeWork with I Jared. Yes, me too. Jared Leto and uh, Anne Hathaway play the WeWork couple, and it, it's really a great watch. You should totally watch it. But I noticed halfway through, like, Leto's voice was exactly Triumph. Oh, like, really? this was, I'm so glad you brought this up because this was something I meant to say on the podcast a month or two ago, and it slipped yeah. my mind. It, it, we, were, we Crash is a fascinating show. I love the story. It was yes. very well done. Anne Hathaway is incredible. Oh. Yes. Jared totally. Leto is like Tommy Wiseau. It's oh, like no. watching the room. Like he's <laughs> compellingly terrible. Uh, uh, and yes. It makes for a good watch, but every year at the Emmys and Oscars, there should be an award for the person who was best working with the person who was the, the worst. worst. <laughs> yeah. Anne Hathaway's performance is even better. Supporting given she's basically like doing scenes with a Muppet. 
Yeah. Well, it, they made him up to look exactly like 1999 Jim Carrey. He looked exactly <laughs> like Jim Carrey, and he sounded exactly like Triumph, the insult comic it dog. Was, what he did was like, We're crazy. going to make we work the best. It's going to be the best. Shots! Shots! Yeah. Everybody do shots. It's crazy. And we she work. is... So friggin' good. We work is going to have a million it. square feet for me to poop on. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad you watched that as well because that, that was good. Yeah. All right. So Conan, yes, Conan, great job. I mean, I would have put Johnny in there too. I mean, I feel like that's yeah. obvious by the fact that we do Johnny jokes. Uh, no, honestly, because but he was so. By the time like we were getting into it, I honestly felt like he was pretty old and unfunny. And I remember being psyched when Leno would guest host. Yeah, I remember that too. When Leno was a guest host, he brought a different energy, more jokes, more jokes that meant more to me. But now looking back, and especially you know meeting and working with the people we've worked with, the Scullies the gamble sure. and process. Mm-hmm. I have much more of an appreciation for that Johnny style humor, even though I know it's not gaining us yardage with whatever project we're working oh, on, no. but <laughs> it's like so fun to riff on. So Johnny should yeah. definitely get a mention in there. But um, for me next, and I joked about it up top, but Monty Python for sure. Uh, I grew, you know, a WGBH Boston, Every Sunday night, they would play a half an hour episode of Monty Python's Flying Circus, and it was on at like 11 o'clock at night, so I couldn't stay up and watch it, but we recorded it on a Betamax. <laughs> and so I would watch it like the next day, and my sister, who's significantly older than I am, she's like eight eight years older than I am, and she wow, was already throw into Throw her under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't look it. Again, if she were on here, you would never know. But... She was already way into Monty Python, had their records, you know, and I could, I was so into them. And they, uh, in terms of influencing when I would write a Family Guy script, say, I would have this understanding that you can be as crazy as you want to be because Monty Python was crazy all the time. Like they, they were never particularly grounded. Their sketches were never like, Hey, let's have, you know, let's sit down and this is very well constructed sketch. Like everything was off the rails in a great way. Also, it gave me they they would have so many specific uh British references to politicians, to towns I'd never heard of, events I didn't know. It did not matter. Like you could I felt like I was soaking in a weird history lesson about a country by watching this zany group and and Cleese and Palin in particular. I mean, they're just they're just like comedy gods to me. So anytime I have any opportunity to do anything that's sort of silly like Monty Python, I I rush at it. And anytime people pitch something on Family Guy that reminds me of a Monty Python thing, like that's you know, that's gold to me. So well said. Well way said. to go. Way well to go, said. And I will keep the British streak going. Yes. And say this is a recent influence. Yeah. Steve Coogan. Oh, we love him. I just. God, he's the best. Those trip movies are, they're adult comedy. They're modern. They're intelligent. They're silly. To me, those trip movies are the best movies to come out in the past decade. They're they're yeah. my favorite movies. Uh, totally. And it just shows you don't need much. You just need two people with any grist of conflict, yeah. any hint of history, 
and yep. you just put them across from each other for any reason, and that's enough. And you don't need these effects. You don't need these wild stories. You don't need to to leverage a property from Marvel Comics or right. DC. You just have – they don't need to be particularly good-looking or young or – yeah. You just put two people in across from each other at a table and if what they're talking about is interesting, yep. then you're interested. Well, clearly that's kind of our jam because the a couple of weeks ago we talked about sideways and the trip is very say. they're very similar to sideways, yeah. you know. They, they're both, I would say less happens in the trip though. Yes. Oh, for sure. Um but both very simple, a two-hander. We yeah. love those guys. And and I will say, I'm sure uh, a bunch of you listening have watched the trip and maybe have watched, I think there are three trip movies. You probably watched all of them. But if you go on YouTube and you search something called Random Impressions, that's the title of it, Random Impressions, it's all outtakes from the oh, trip wow. of them doing like, you know, all their, their Roger Moore and their <laughs> Richard Burton and more of it. You get like so much more of it. So that's a very, yeah. And watch. I haven't even talked about the Alan Partridge stuff, which hilarious the shows the movie. And then there are these audiobooks that are like genius. It just shows you don't have to uh, debase your own intelligence you, yeah. you you know if you if you can come up with this character it it just shows like if you come up with one character and you come up with three traits for that character like you say Alan Partridge is sort of um self-involved yeah. he's uh a little arrogant yes. and he's a little snobbish and really like that's it there's not much else to it and then you just dig deep into like what what this person would think and you present it without irony yes then you're you can you can keep it's an endless well well coogan is is so great at presenting his own flaws while maintaining his own ego it's yes. like he's he's so great at at presenting this character of of you clearly see that he thinks he's great which he is yeah. but you also see this shit that's underneath it that is so it's so attractive as a character to to see like okay this guy's bearing his underbelly while at the same time telling us how great he is it's such a it's such a great and he's, combo he's, you then give them these these side these whiffs of other things like he's very consumerist like he's very into really specific auto parts and, <laughs> right. and, and, and car configuration and specifications and, and it's like you can tell that Steve Coogan has these interests and you know like we all have things that we endlessly read reviews on for no reason and it's like <laughs> yeah. every time I buy yep. something it's like you know I had to look for this sink part for whatever and I'm deep diving and you just you, those are grist. You can just put those in the mouth of a character, yeah. and there's a it's it's it becomes humor just by displaying how ridiculous it is on screen to be so involved <laughs> with such a a small choice, right? Yes. And so relatable, totally yes. relatable. Um, I'll combine two here because then I'll okay. talk about them quickly. One is, and I got to give full credit to my dad for this one: Laurel and Hardy. I don't, you know, Laurel and Hardy may seem like just a distant, like a, an Egyptian hieroglyph now to a lot of people like listening. It feels like saying the Quaker Oats guy. <laughs> yeah, it seems very old, right? But Laurel and Hardy, 
I, and I actually follow, uh, again, Instagram, which I'm sick of, but there's an Instagram account that just shows clips of Laurel and Hardy. There's something about it, because people say, oh, Abbott and Costello. Abbott and Costello fucking suck compared to <laughs> Laurel and Hardy. Like, Abbott and Costello, you have one funny guy, one straight like guy. like if we're at a bar, I'm taking my drink and I'm just moving. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, come back here. I'm not done about Laurel and, and Hardy. La- Laurel and Hardy are both funny guys like they're both the funny one like yeah. there's no straight there's no wasted time in there with a setup guy it's they're both mm. hilarious and oliver hardy who's the fat one taught me something at a very early age which still sticks with me and i still enjoy so much is that i love the comedy of somebody being irate like oh, when somebody is livid and yes. you know just so angry about something, I find that hysterical. And nobody <laughs> did that better than Oliver Hardy. He was always livid with Laurel, and it was just very fun to well, watch. Well, to tie it together, there's a very good Laurel Hardy movie starring Steve Coogan and John C. Riley. You're oh. right. That's right. I watched that, and it gets into their personal relationship, and apparently, like. Laurel's kids were afraid of Hardy because Hardy was always like beating up their dad on <laughs> in movies. Um, but the other one that I want to quickly mention, just because they're they're back out again, and I just started watching it, and and boy, the nostalgia wave was so awesome for me as kids in the hall. Oh, the um, back. I yes. so loved them in the '90s, and they have uh, uh, new uh, episodes on Amazon right now. And I will say, five minutes into the first episode. Uh, the two of the two of the guys are fully frontally naked, oh, and I found that just absolutely hysterical and very like affirming for myself. I was like, okay, phew, yeah. all right, good. People do look like that. Good. I'll say that there's nothing funnier or better than a smallish penis on screen. I know. <laughs> it, yep. it always works. It and always it, works, and you're never mad about it. Nope. Yeah. Nope. So they, they, kudos to them for much more than small penises because they they were making me laugh for years. And like Monty Python, they uh, when they do women, it's both of them are are hilarious. Yeah, They're, and they sure. do it again, and it's it's all great. So I'm sure I left out a bunch of things. And Goldie, did we can you revisit have it some other time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you feel like you talked about all the influences you want to talk about? I've talked enough. <laughs> I know. You know, I, I understand why, but we left out Woody Allen, and we don't want to get into that whole debate. I love him, uh, yeah. yes, and I think he's a great influence. You're the but... last person defending him. Yeah. I know. I know I am. I'm on that wall. All right. Yeah. So that was fun. That was a good fun time. Fun wall to be on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a wall with the uh, the pigeon Look, pigeon nails on like top of Humpty it. Duncan. Anyone who marries their kid is welcome in my house. <laughs> All right. That's a gross oversimplification. I don't Not care really. for it. it. Yes, it is. It's an what's Sun, what's Sunyi's last name? Alan. Oh my god. What's Sunyi's last you're dis- name? You're despicable. What's I'm gonna Sunyi's just... last name? What I'm is gonna... it? <laughs> Thank you, JC. We still didn't get an answer. And I, where, how dare you bring that up? All of a sudden, you're speedy with the sound cues, whereas uh... before you're like asleep at the wheel. I come barreling in with a joke. He's got okay. morals <laughs> fog. <laughs> morals fog. No, I never had him. You know that. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get to the portion of the show we like to call Top Five. Top Five. <laughs> I 
is still cackling over there, JC. Anytime you want to hang up on Alec, JC, you go right ahead. I've, I've never seen her so fast with a sound cue. Also, this is the happiest she's ever been. I know. The whole time. Because it's Usually, the first time I've used it, I think. We get the long gray beard before anything else comes out. That was pretty quick. <laughs> All right, JC, tell the folks, because this was your list, and I loved it. It was um, top five... <laughs> Time travel movies. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you can't even you're slow on that. <laughs> oh laughing. my goodness. All right, who wants to go first with this? I feel like this was fun uh, to go do. first. Okay. Go ahead, Goldie. First. Go ahead. Uh number five, I'm gonna say uh Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. a good choice. Yes. It's awesome. You know, good choice. Time it was travel, fun. It's fun movie. Funny. Yeah. Yes. Socrates. 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 Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I would say the new one didn't quite. No, it was it. terrible. Terrible. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> that happens. Uh, number four. I'm going to go with Planet of the Apes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about it. Thought about um, it. Our friend Chris DeLuca has a very funny joke about Planet of the Apes, which is when the. Um, the torch of the Statue of Liberty is showing through the sand at the end. He says, wait, so this whole thing took place on Liberty Island? (laughs) (laughs) Great joke. Um, Number three, I'm going to go with the Lego movie. Oh. Oh. Which, you know, it's time travel-y, and it's one of those things when you watch with your kids. It was one of those things that I had an emotional sneak attack, I'll admit, the first time I saw it. Oh, kill me. Cheers at the end, yeah. Emotional sneak attack. Um Number two is the the obvious one that I'm guessing we all you probably have number one because you're fucking super basic is Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's the best one. Yeah. All right, spoiler enjoy your, Go enjoy ahead. Your what, gap what do you have in one? Let's here we go. Here we go. And your Nikes and just all your all your <laughs> safe choices that, that New keep you insulated from criticism. <laughs> all right, what's your number one? Let's I hear. have his I have his number one. <laughs> Idiocracy. Oh, excellent uh, choice. Because it predicted everything, mm-hmm. and and it happened so fast after the movie came out. Mm-hmm. Like we thought, oh, maybe that'll happen in in two hundred years. It happened in like ten years. Everything that movie said. Yes, awesome. Those it's are a good awesome. list. One of my yeah. one of my favorite lines in any movie when Dax Shepard's like, <laughs> like, uh, you want to go to Starbucks? I can't go to Starbucks. I don't have time for a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> that they were just they were baiting they were they were using all the same substance to eat and masturbate so many genius things in that movie that's funny um, yeah that was a funny movie alright I'll, I'll go next let JC finish up with because it's her topic alright number five here's a nerdy choice but I stand by it Star Trek 4 The oh. Voyage Home wow. excellent I love the Star Trek movies I'm not as big into the TV shows and Star Trek 4 is a fantastic film. They travel back to Earth of today to bring a humpback whale, which is extinct in the future, to oh. communicate with an alien probe. It's a great, oh, wow. great time travel usage. That sounds funny. <laughs> Star Trek Four was very. It was it's very. Like, good. Then you get them there, and you go, and then it's like, oh, they're oh, they're just talking about sort of like the weather. Yeah, it was basically something like that. It was just they basically had to tell them like, it's cool, we're here, go away. <laughs> Uh, number four for me was Time Bandits. Nice. Loved that movie yes. as a kid. Yes. Still enjoy watching it. Um, and great little people movie. Yes. Any Anytime you get a little people and movie, Terry that's exciting. Gilliam. So Terry Gilliam. Terry Gilliam. Yeah, Monty, Monty Python. Python tie-in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Palin's in it. And, 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 and please. Yeah. Sarah? Uh, oh, never mind. <laughs> Sarah <laughs> Palin. I can see Russia from my living room. 
Um, number three is the Terminator. Oh, the, yeah, the, the first Terminator. Oh, nice. Like I, I, people say, T two is better. I I strongly disagree. But uh, Terminator is a an awesome mind bending uh, time travel movie. Number two, which I almost put number one because I love it so much, is Interstellar. Oh, which oh, I my still goodness. haven't seen. What so either? I couldn't Fucking, put it. On oh, my you list. guys, you gotta. You gotta. You gotta. But it's Those like, types of movies scare me that I feel like it, I'll be it, so shaken that I won't you be able be to shaken. live my life. I don't want to be, be shaken. I'm already shaken. So, I'm so close to shaking right now. <laughs> so close. It's such a good movie. I cannot. But it's uh, like three hours long, right? It's 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 longer than an average movie. Okay. I think it's shorter than three hours, but it's longer than your average movie. It's okay. fucking fantastic. Okay. And it has one of the best scores uh, of any movie, certainly of this century. Okay. And uh, number one, as Goldie predicted, because it is the correct answer, is Back to the Future. I don't JC. think you could- Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, You JC. guys planned that. How could you plan that for Back to the Future? Jesus Christ, because I just I knew it well, was going to happen. You guys are terrible. That is well, a towering home no, run. Well, here's towering the thing. Towering home run of a movie. My number five, yeah. Time Bandits. There you go. Yes. All um, right. Number four is Terminator 2. Good okay. choice. Yeah. <laughs> now, Better number- than Terminator. No, it is not. We just established that. Let's abuse the guy with COVID. That's going to be so fun for us this week. Oh, hiding behind your COVID now. Hold on, guys. This is pathetic. He's sweating. Do you even have COVID? (laughs) I'll show you the test. Do you want to see me masturbate right now? It will be painful. You know, a decent nickname for you for your whole life would be Mr. False Positive. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that were true. Uh, Number three, which I just saw, I watched it for the second time and I loved it. The first time I was like, oh, it's pretty good. The second time, loved it, was Tenet. Oh, yeah. Which is that's crazy. Tenet. 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 Say it backwards. It's the same way. Tenet. Yes, Tenet for Anyone for Tenet. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, Tenet was an insane. I think it. It's certainly the most ambitious movie of all time. So good. It's crazy the what he did there. The second time is just, oh my, In, it's just so Interstellar, good. Interstellar's better. Okay, but yes. okay, that's good yeah. to know. Um, Tenet. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Tenet. 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 There you go. Tenet. 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 Yeah, exactly. I'll give it a word. Uh, <laughs> um, number two, because I am a very big fan of Terry Gilliam, um, 12 Monkeys. Oh, um, yeah. I love that movie. Okay. That's a good one. And sort of number one, <laughs> I'm glad I have control of the soundboard, <laughs> but it's Back to the Future. <laughs> Feel the power. <laughs> Feel the power. Of love. That's the power. <laughs> Uh, great tune. <laughs> what a, when that song kicked in, I just knew that I was in for the ride of my life. Oh, you know what you should do is um, you should buy a Ford and drive it to McDonald's and other basic bitch shit. I love McDonald's. Are you kidding me? Of course you, do. you You just bought a Ford, you fraud. I don't own one anymore. Yeah, but Remember, I own a Toyota Cuckmobile. I told Taurus, you now there's an American car. <laughs> By the way, has anyone ever hit a P harder than Huey Lewis in Power of Love? He hits that P. <laughs> JC, you would have been dropping the, the gain on that P each time. Okay, Huey, can you turn away from the mic when you, when you say power? 
<laughs> there was a there was a two year stretch. He was the biggest thing oh, going. I more than Huey. two years. More than two years. Just he's so great. Yeah, yeah. No, he was I like mean, our age now. Then I know. Crazy, I know. Right? He, he, he was, was he was shockingly old. old. Yeah, yeah. Marinite. By the way, I got yelled at for listening to the song "I Want a New Drug." My mom was like, "What is this about drugs? <laughs> You're gonna you you are into drugs. The whole song's about drugs. Are you yeah. doing like, drugs, Goldie? I'm like listening to it on a Panasonic, you know, cassette player. You can barely hear it. She's, I'm just getting screamed at for no reason. <laughs> like I didn't write it. I'm listening to it. My son's a druggie. Yeah, Huey, Huey Lewis is also the best like step in place singer like he just steps to the beat like he doesn't dance he just step yes. step step if step. you ever listen watch him live he is an amazing vocalist just like flawless well he's, he's so he, good he has that benefit of like he started out scratchy and hu- like yes. so as however scratchy and husky he gets it's just like part of his thing yes yes um all right that was a fun list and so uh next week we got a list, and it's up to me, and I, I didn't remember until now. Oh, so I have one if you need it. I have a break glass on emergency. Oh. And let's hear. Let's hear. I'd be interested to hear. Top five paintings. Oh, oh. Wow. I love that. Let's do that. That was I better than what I was going to say. Okay. All right. So you take over. Um, okay. Top five paintings next week. Let's do it. All right. And now let's end the show as we do each week with a high note. Tom and Max, thank you. Now, did you have to zhuzh Tom up, or did he really hit that note? Oh, they sang it together, and um, I will say, did a little. He a went little, for it, but I did a little. It's a little help. A little zhuzh. A little zhuzh, but, it, but he boy, went that for sounds it. great. <laughs> Tom and Max, thank you very much for that. Um, I'll I'll start out because mine's simple, and it's it's I sort of alluded to it uh, in a joking way up top, but. My high note this week was the way that Levy uh, handled her COVID diagnosis and just yeah. the the whole overall experience. Uh, I think she was scared of it, and then it happened. She was very frightened for five minutes, yeah, and then it was all gravy train. It was all iPad. That's impressive. And being waited on hand and foot, right. and she had a great attitude. Just totally wrote, wrote it out and was kept asking us how we felt, oh. which was really super sweet so maybe that that comes down to the parenting maybe Aww. yeah notice your your own parenting yeah the momming the momming <laughs> I don't but know. uh yeah no she she was awesome so i gotta oh, put levy as my high note that's sweet do you, do you want to go goldie or should i sure go? Okay. so the only two things i ever wanted out of life were a refrigerator that makes ice and a swimming pool okay <laughs> and um I'm, yeah i'm very fortunate to have a pool at my house and uh what I like, because growing up in New England, no one had a pool because it's so Nobody. impractical. So you don't, yeah. But like pool season is now in full effect. Mm. And from the second the kids get home from school, you're just in the pool. Oh, you're awesome. in the pool. Awesome. The kids just want you to throw them and give them rides. And you're able to pass a lot of time yeah. doing not yeah. much. And then everyone's tired. tired. And yeah, it's just great. great to be in pool season. It's my favorite time of year. Oh, that's, well, that's awesome. Nice. That's yeah. good. That's nice. That's nice. Um, my high note is tennis related. <laughs> it's, um, um, her name, it's a woman named Iga Sviatek or Sviatek. She is Polish, <laughs> number yeah. one in the world. She is on a winning streak, 34 wins in a row. She just tied Serena Williams. Um, she, 
if she wins this tournament, she ties Venus for 35 wins in a row. Um, and she's. Can we then have a movie about her dad? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> she's amazing. She's got a great attitude. She's very easygoing and she's really sweet and like a great, I don't know, positive influence for. She's young too. She's like 22 or something, very young and awesome. very charismatic player. I'm glad tennis is in good hands. I know, I totally. That was worried for Iga. Good for Iga. Congratulations, Iga. <laughs> Um, and good for us for getting through the show. My flu game. And, it and went well. in flu spite of tight. all the 8.15, it's like we finished with plenty it of time. Perfect. I know, we yeah, did. Six really minutes cool. to spare. Yeah, um, all right. Well, thank you all for listening. Thank you, too, for being awesome. And we will talk to you again next week. Feel the power of love. That's the power. <laughs> <laughs>